This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. We're glad you could be with us today. And if you were with us yesterday morning, you know we started the subject of covenants. And Junie went through definitions of covenant. And frankly, Junie, we see that that's not a word widely used in everyday language, but it's very, very significant when it comes to the issue with God and his people and covenants that people make with one another. So covenant is its more than a promise. It's more than a contract. You compare a contract with a covenant. A covenant is something that God has given to his people and God is a covenant-keeping God. So we'd like to start in with one of the first covenants ever given, and that was called the Abrahamic Covenant. In fact, it was started before Abraham's name was changed to Abraham. He spoke to Abram. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3, and I'm reading from the New American Standard. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country, from your relatives, and from your father's house, to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So we see that As Abraham would leave his home, his father's house, and his kindred, God was going to pour out blessing upon him, make him a blessing, and in Abraham, all the families of the earth will be blessed. We continue on in this Abrahamic covenant by turning to Genesis chapter 15. If you have your Bibles again, turn with me to Genesis 15, and we see the covenant mentioned in verse 18. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. So we see the the covenant to Abraham was extended. It wasn't just for him, but it was for his descendants. And God had a line that he was going to follow. It was Abraham and then to Isaac, which we turn to shortly. It wasn't with Ishmael, but it was from Abram, to Isaac. And we see here the introduction of the land, because the covenant not only was with the people, but it also pertained to the land. It says, to your descendants, I have given this land 
from the river of Egypt as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. Okay, let's follow it further. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 17, beginning at verse 1. Now when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty, walk before me and be blameless, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. Again, this is similar to what he said in Genesis 15, 12. rather. And I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come forth from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your descendants after you. This is an incredible promise, June. It was to Abraham and his descendants. And we see how it's an unconditional covenant because the burden was on the Lord. Look at all the I wills. I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you fruitful. I will make nations of you and I will establish my covenant with you and I will give to you and to your descendants after you the land. I will, I will, I will. So this did not really depend on what Abram was going to do. It depends on God's promise. It was an unconditional everlasting covenant that is good forever. So we see something was established here that is still in effect today and we need to realize that. All right, let's go on. So he was going through his descendants. Let's turn with turn with me to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis 26 was speaking about the covenant with Isaac, the, the son of Abraham. Genesis 26, let's begin at verse 1. Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine that had occurred in the days of Abraham. So Isaac went to Gerar, to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Stay in the land of which I shall tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your descendants I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. And I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven. And will give your descendants all these lands, and by your descendants all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Okay, God is getting very specific. But once again, I want to point out, this was an unconditional covenant that God made with Isaac. Again, listen to it. I will be with you. I will give you all these lands. I will establish the oath. And I will multiply. The I here is God. It's unconditional. This is God's promise to Abraham, and now it's God's promise to Isaac. So again, it went to his descendants from Abraham to Isaac. Let's continue this. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 35, an unconditional covenant by God to Abraham, Isaac to Isaac. The oath was given to Isaac. And now let's see what it says, Jacob, which was the son of Isaac. 
Genesis 35, beginning at verse 9. Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padanaram, and he blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Thus he called him Israel. God also said to him, I am God Almighty, what he said to uh, Jacob, El Shaddai. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come forth from you. And the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give it to you, and I will give the land to your descendants after you. Again, Junie, we see an unconditional covenant that God made. I am God Almighty. I will give it to you as I gave to Abraham and Isaac, and I will give the land to your descendants after you. So we see that a nation was chosen, a people were were chosen, the, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which, of course, is the people Israel, the Jewish people. And that's where it began. Yes. When Jacob's name was turned to Israel, Jacob had 12 sons. And those 12 sons, of which one was Judah, and Jesus came through the tribe of Judah, and because of the tribe of Judah, the Israelites were called Jews throughout the world. Yes. So the covenant was made from to Abraham, then to Isaac, then to Jacob, but in each case to their descendants. Yes, yes. And the descendants of Jacob, 12 sons, began the nation of Israel, the people and the land. Yes. We see this all summarized, Juni, in Psalm 105, beginning at verse 6. Powerful words. Psalm 105, beginning at verse 6. Listen to these words carefully. O seed of Abraham his servant, O sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord, our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac. Remember when we read it to Isaac, it was an oath. Verse 10, then he confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan as the portion of your inheritance. Powerful, powerful words here, Junie, singling out the people of Israel and the land that's in the Middle East called Israel. And I think one word stands out to me. What's that? And the word that should stand out to every listener. And that is a promise, according to Psalm 105, forever. Yes. And forever has no end. And that is like the covenant that God makes is, uh, it doesn't have an ending date. It's eternal. So when God makes a covenant with a nation, or when God makes a covenant with a people, it lasts forever and as humans in the 21st century we don't understand the depth of this because we break covenants or we break contracts or we break 
the marriage covenant, or we do what we feel and then give reasons why we do it that sound good or not so good. We might agree or not agree, but the Lord made a covenant with Abraham and his descendants, with Isaac and his descendants, with Jacob, who he changed his name to Israel, and his descendants, of which one was Judah. And that's where we get the word Jew. Judah means a worshiper of God. Yes. And the 12 tribes of Israel were the sons of Israel. And the covenant was to a people and to a nation according to the uh, confirmation of that covenant in Psalm 105 forever. And I hope that this stays deep within each one of us that we would understand um, God's covenant so that we might agree with God for his purposes, not only for Israel as a nation or the land of Israel, but for our hearts and our lives and our walk with the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. This is an enormous subject that we must understand in these closing days of this age. Thank you, Lord, that you have chosen Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their descendants forever. Hallelujah. In an eternal covenant for a thousand generations. Lord. My God, that's powerful. May all of us understand this as we prepare for what lies ahead, that we could be a prepared people because you're a covenant-keeping God. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. That's Shelley and June Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.